Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century, a teen interview podcast with me, Corey Gresick. Um, You will get to hear the interview in just a second, I promise, but I just wanted to give a quick note about this episode. So, as this podcast is going and I'm growing and developing new things, I decided to add a new element of the podcast. So, today's guest is an incredible singer, actor, and um, so at the end of this episode, we're actually going to hear her sing and show off her talents a little bit. So, just something I'm trying out for the podcast. So please stay tuned for the end of the episode to hear her incredible voice. If you only stay till the end for the one reason, let that be it, because this girl is incredible. Yes, um, this is episode five. Hello, everyone. This is Corey Gresick, and welcome to episode five of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century. I cannot believe it's episode five. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've been doing this for like a day. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening and for investing in this, li- li- not investing money, but like your time. <laughs> thank you for investing your time and everything into this podcast because like, obviously I'm not a big creator. And so to see that at least some people are listening rocks. <laughs> um So yeah, today I have a guest that I'm like super duper excited about. She is a singer. She is an actor. She is a writer. What can't she do? Who knows? This is Mariah Carey. (laughs) Hey, Corey. Hi. Um, also not the, Mar- the f- famous Mariah Carey, not, no. fam- not famous yet, but like she's on her way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Wait, do you think if you got famous, like there would be, <laughs> people would get confused between Mariah Carey's? Yeah, because we spell it different, but like when you're saying it, no one knows. So they're just like, "Oh, we're gonna go see Mariah Carey in this show," and it's like me, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is not what we thought we were seeing." <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they'd be pleasantly surprised. No, yes, no, hopefully. no diss to Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Love her, but <laughs> she, she seems really high as well. So. <laughs> um. So yeah, Mariah, I kind of just want to start from the beginning with you. So let's talk about like your early life because I feel like I know nothing about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like, where were you born? How was your childhood? How many siblings do you have? Like, how was? Let's talk about like life as a kid. You know. (laughs) Okay, I I don't know. My life as a kid was pretty boring. Um, I live in Alcoba, born and raised, always been here. Um, like Beaver County area. I have two younger brothers and two older sisters. They're my half sisters, but I never really thought of them as that. So they are my sisters. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I kind of just like grew up like in a small town and going to church every day, singing in the church. That's pretty much how I got like involved. I was always a singer first. I <laughs> I, I didn't even know like theater. I knew theater was a thing, but I didn't really dive into it until I, got, I auditioned for Linkin Park. Yeah. So did you were so that's how you got your start was like singing in church like were you like a soloist and things 
I started off in just like in the little kids choir and then I developed my singing voice and I started to sound good. So then I would get solos and stuff in the church and everyone would be geeked on me. So like I was like, oh, maybe I'm kind of good at this thing. <laughs> That's adorable, though. Like I just imagine little Mariah like singing in her choir. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that, that was it in my cute little Easter Sunday dresses and the big puffy ones, me with my, my the microphone singing. <laughs> <laughs> so like what type of music was it like? Was it like traditional hymns or was it more like gospel-y like I'd say a lot of it was more like like heavy gospel kind of singing you know the big ah like songs <laughs> yes, <laughs> where yes I yes. was always singing that <laughs> as a <like>, 10 <laughs> so that makes perfect sense that was one of my questions was like you have like a huge ass like belt <laughs> and so <laughs> I was wondering how that like developed and that makes sense um yeah so yeah so you started off as a singer, but you came to Lincoln Park as a theater major. So what did, where did that decision sprout from? Like, had you done theater previously that you wanted to expand on? Or were you, why did you not go into the vocal route at the beginning? So while I was getting all the church solos, I, I don't know. I just like wasn't too confident in my voice. I wasn't nearly as like, you know, developed as I am now since I'm older. Yeah. But even my mom, um, like cause we would do like plays at my church and stuff and I would do them and it'd be really fun. And then I think one of the first shows I saw was in the Sight and Sound Theater. Like they do like Christian based like oh, plays yeah. and stuff. Didn't and Mr. it was so Rains cool. used to work there? Yeah, Mr. Range used to like do like those things. And I just like, I can't remember if I saw like Jonah or Moses or something. I don't know who I saw, but I was like, mom, theater is cool. And like, I was like so into like all that stuff. And my mom, she like pushed me to go for just theater. She did not want me to do vocal. And I was like, well, fine. like, okay, well, fine. <laughs> so then I auditioned for just theater and I got in. It was crazy. Like, I didn't expect it. Yeah, totally. Um, that's super cool. Sight and Sound, like, I've never seen a show there, but, like, everything I have seen from them, like, they do, like, really cool, like, tech stuff. Like, that's... it's a Yeah, cool it looks so... It's so cool. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, as you were a theater major at Lincoln Park, were you take... How were you, like, keeping your voice maintained? Was it just, like, practicing on your own? It was, yeah, it was pretty much like that. Like, I was in a choir with not my church, but, like, it was, like, a community choir. Like, people from different churches would all come together and be, like, a whole bunch of kids in this choir. And it was amazing. Like, we would go to churches all over Pittsburgh and stuff and, like, sing. And it was cool that this small town, like, formed a choir with all these kids. And I did that for, like, years. And I, I think I stopped last year because I, I think the whole thing just kind of went to a halt last year. Yeah. Gotcha. But I was doing that for years, even while I was just theater. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so you trained in theater and you also like at the same time, like became this like badass actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm just curious, like, since you had the singing and the ability and you had the acting ability and you're someone who's really passionate about musical theater, why didn't you, you switched to musical theater eventually you switched before your, for, for your junior year, correct? Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, so, like, what was the hesitation with that? Like, what what took you so long? <laughs> so, I would audition for musicals, and, like, it would just be so scary 
because when we had an audition for a musical, we'd sing and that was always fine. But then we'd have to go do a dance call. And me and dance never gotten along since for the beginning of time. <laughs> so it was just like scary, but I don't know. I wish it's one of my biggest regrets that I didn't even, I didn't audition for musical theater because they want to just, they want to help you grow. They So it's just like, I, I was just so scared. Like Mr. Fortunato, he would ask me every time I auditioned for one of his shows, why aren't you musical theater? And I was like, dance, man. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally feel that. And I came into Lincoln. I'm glad that I came into Lincoln Park, like, not understanding how big of a dance world it was. Because I... Mm. Have I ever told you that story? I, like, came into my Lincoln Park dance call. And I... And it was, like, with the dance majors at the time. And they were like, okay, first position, please. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. And then I just, like, flounced around the room for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> um yeah um so like you said like lincoln park like is very focused on like helping people grow in the areas that we are not the strongest in so like do you feel like you've improved in dance over that time question part 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 a <laughs> and part b like have you learned to love it or is it still something that like you're just not the biggest fan of <laughs> So to answer the first part of that question, I think I've gotten to a point where I know I know terms and things well. Like I know what to do with my body when they say to do it. It's just not going to be perfect. I feel like I've I've only taken dance for a year and a half, and I feel like the way the teaching was set up, I've gotten to shape. I've grown so much, and it's not that I dislike dance. It's just oh, since I'm still fighting to like be presentable it's like it's always a challenge to like do dance every day but I think I'm getting better and I'm glad that I switched at the time I did I just wish I would have done it earlier yeah absolutely and like thank god you came like we're glad to have you (laughs) I say weird but I'm barely a musical theater major at this point anyway (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah um switching gears a little bit we've talked about acting we've talked about singing we've talked about dancing um, you are also, we had Zach on this podcast too, is your partner mm-hmm. in crime and like all of these other things. And he, <laughs> and, and you guys write plays together. Um, yeah. so my question is when was the first time that like you, the first play that you wrote, do you happen to remember? So I cannot remember. Maybe it was soft. It was either sophomore or freshman year. Me and Zach were on the bus, and it wasn't a play, but we wanted we wanted to write this murder mystery musical where this girl ends up missing because none of her friends are paying any attention. And it was like this whole thing, and the idea in itself was good, but when it comes to writing a plot and songs <laughs> when you're 14, it's just like oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we we decided to start our little partnership shit back then yeah that's so much fun um so yeah me and zach were talking about that and we were also talking about a lot about like inspirations so like when you have ideas like what sparks the ideas for you mostly I'll be honest here. Most of the plots that we make is usually like Zach comes up with this random crackhead idea. And I'm like, okay, Zach, this could go somewhere. Let's like do something. So I think like, I feel like me and him, we mostly like go off of not our own life experiences, but like things we see in TV shows and like see what people like right now, what's hot right now. What kind, and then we take it and like spin it to our own way. So we're not like copying other people, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, 
was so you went to the Berkeley Summer Intensive. Um yeah. what what year was that? Was that after your junior year? Yeah, I went last summer. Yeah, so um for people who don't know at our school, they offer scholarships, full scholarships for singers who get nominated to go to this Berk this summer intensive at the Berkeley College of Music. How many weeks was it? Five. Oh geez, that's so many weeks. Mm-hmm. um yeah and mariah was picked as one of the candidates um so i want to talk a little bit about that um one so berkeley is in the city of boston which is like a thriving really cool city so like what was it like exploring the town (laughs) it was so unreal because they it's pretty much you just go and like you live your life like my mom was not there with me and i just got to like explore the world by myself and sometimes with my roommate and it was just like a whole new experience that there's life outside of where i live you know it's crazy yeah totally um but oh that's i just I love those types of, like, cities where, like, it's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so during the summer intensive, t- another twofold question. <laughs> <laughs> One, what was, like, the biggest thing you learned about your voice? Like, what did they help you grow upon with your um, singing abilities? So, each week that I was there, I had a private lesson teacher um, for, I think, an hour, and um, so my whole singing career, whatever we want to call it, I did not know a mix, a head voice. Like, that was non-existent for me. It was either we belting or take it or leave it. Like, so I feel like I developed my mix. Like, I literally found it in the summertime. Like, I, it was it was the craziest thing because they're, they're trained professionals. Like, he just told me to do something, and I did it. And I was like, wait, was that it? It's just <laughs> over the program, I've decided that um, I had found my mix, and it was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And, like, I, now that you mentioned that, like, when you came back, I realized that you did have more, you were, like, more comfortable putting notes into your mix and head voice, and I was like, go off, like, because you have an amazing Thank belt, you. but, like... Thank you. She can do it all, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah... So, and then another part of that, like, what did you learn about yourself at Berkeley and, like, your friendships and you as a person, if that makes any sense? Um, I find it was a lot going on at that time. Like, because I realized, like, I'm going to college soon and this is pretty much what the college life is like. Like, I had, like, my own dorm and my roommate and I was scared that I wasn't going to like my roommate, but me and her, we hit it off right away and sometimes you just meet people that you like you're not too fond of like the people next door to us and it's just like learning to when it's time to grow up and take matters into your own hands because like my mom wasn't there and like I didn't have a job so I'm like mom I need money for this and that and this and that because even though five weeks isn't a long time I still needed to sustain myself <laughs> yeah totally um yeah and you weren't it's not like you were able to like grab a job for the five weeks that you were there <laughs> right so yeah exactly so i'm like mom i need money for this and that yeah yeah and that's the thing is that like with the two-week program like it's kind of just like go 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 and before you know it it's over but with like a five-week program like that's a sustainable chunk of time like it's giving you even more of the college experience yeah, yeah. exactly um so yeah, I want to go deep here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so yeah, um and so the part of this podcast that I feel like we've been lacking the most is the activism 
<laughs> one. And it's artists, actors, and activism, activists, <laughs> artists, actors, and activism. That's it. No. Um, um, <laughs> so, yeah. And I just kind of want to, if it's cool with you, I kind of just want to dive into, like, your, you and, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you are one of the, in our musical theater class in our grade, you're one of only three people of color in our class. Um, do you think that Lincoln Park lacks diversity in that way? Yeah, um, I mean, of course it lacks. I think overall as a school, we do have like, we have a decent amount of people of color that are more than I would expect. Like, you know, the health science majors, they tend to take up a lot of it's a lot of them that are people of color, but especially in the arts um, think, side of things like the whole theater department, I can't think of more than 15 people of color. And I just think that it's something that it's nice that no, it's nice that people notice it, but I still wish that there were more people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, like going along with that, like within the theater world like of shows do you think there are enough roles like written at this time for people of color um see my thing with that is the um i don't know i feel like there should not there should it shouldn't be a pressing issue to write roles of color all the time in shows because I don't think me as a black female should only play black roles. And that's I think on periods. <laughs> roles should be open for mostly anyone to play. Who's to tell me I can't play Jenna or waitress if I have the range and the acting ability? Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally feel that. Um, and I feel like that's such a thing right now is that like, and if someone does cast a person of color as a lead, that's not like that they don't talk about race. They're like, oh my gosh, it's a non-traditional casting move. And I'm like, right. no, it's not. It's just a casting move. <laughs> yeah, why Why isn't it, why is it so, like, not taboo, but why is it so crazy that we had our first Black Regina in Mean Girls not too long ago? Like, why can't that just be, like, a normal thing that if you're talented enough and you can do, and you have the capability to be in that role, why can't you get cast no matter color, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And is that, like, frustrating as a teen black performer in this world do you feel like you aren't you're way more considered for roles that were written for black women versus roles that were written for anyone yeah i feel like it, it does concern me deeply that um that it's like it's a whole thing when it's like do we really want to cast her as so-and-so that because it's not typically played by a black person like I don't want my my color the color of my skin to be the only thing that's like that makes the director unsure of if they want to cast me or not yeah I don't want like I think that's like that's a whole issue within itself if that's the only thing you're considering you're like oh yeah she could she could dance this really well she can sing this really well she can act it really well but we're not sure if we want to have her do it because of the color of her skin and that's just I don't know it mind-boggling to me yeah it's it's ridiculous to be honest yes um so yeah um one last question and it tends to be my last question for everyone just because it's so prevalent on our minds right now is mm -hmm. this quarantine so um as a singer and as a performer have you been 
working on your craft while in quarantine? Have you been staying inspired and singing songs and practicing your range? Or have you, like, had a hard time keeping going because the same drive to succeed isn't there? Right. Um, I feel like, excuse me, I feel like definitely at first, like, I was really in a funk about everything because, um... But this whole senior year has been like really different for me. Like this is the first year that I've like been in more than just some house of pop. So I was really excited to like you know be included and in, in being cast in all these shows. So I was really yeah, discouraged. Yeah, you got the a fucking lead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was kind of excited, but um, it was yeah. At first I was in a funk, and then maybe like this month I like started to sing more and like really just like dive into just songs that I love and and it started to really pick me up a little bit now being creative and writing more stuff I started but like it's really hard for me to find inspiration I'm good at working off of stuff so once I get an idea planted and like solid I'm really good at like taking it and running with that yeah absolutely um so yeah um everyone listening I asked Mariah to do something and I'm so grateful that she said yes. Um, I'm trying, <laughs> as we learn and grow, as I'm learning and growing with this podcast and like seeing what works and what doesn't, um, I was thinking about how the, I have people come on and talk about their passions and their arts for a half an hour. And then I, no one gets to see them. So like they could be shit, <laughs> but the people who I have on certainly are not. <laughs> um, so I asked Mariah if she would just sing a little bit for us. And if it lags, we are coronavirusing. So the FaceTime, it might lag a little bit, but we're going to try our best. Um, yeah, Mariah, what are you going to be singing for us? Um, this song has really been on my mind lately, thinking about senior year and like not being able to see my friends as much once college starts. So it might be a little depressing, but this is the song that has been on my heart. Yeah. So absolutely. it's Love in the Dark um, by Adele. Far too ashamed to do it with you watching me. This never ending, we have been here before. But I can't stay this time because I don't love you anymore. Please stay where you are. Don't come any closer Don't try to change my mind I'm being cruel to be kind I can't love you in the dark It feels like we're apart So much space between us. Maybe we'll all 
Gorgeous. Oh my gosh, you have the voice Thank of an you. angel. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, um, this was episode five of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century. I'm so glad I could pick your your amazing brain <laughs> and <laughs> and hear that amazing voice. Um so yeah, stay tuned for more episodes, everyone. Bye, Mariah. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century. See, wasn't it worth it to wait until the end to hear Mariah sing? That girl just has one of the best voices of anyone I know, and I'm so happy I have the platform to show her voice off like that. Thank you all for your continued support in this podcast. As someone who's just starting out in all of this, I, the response has been overwhelming and awesome, and I'm so grateful for all of you who are listening. Um, so yeah, um, make sure to follow artists, (laughs) make sure to follow artists, actors, and activists of the 21st century on Spotify. That way you'll get a notification every time there's a new episode and you don't have to go through the hassle of typing in the big long title. It'll just pop up a notification when there's a new episode and you can swipe and listen, which is pretty darn convenient. Um, also make sure to follow us on Instagram at artists actors activist podcast again that's artists actors activist podcast on instagram um on instagram we show you pictures of each of the people we're interviewing and a little bit about the episode so it puts a face to the voice that you've been hearing the whole episode which is fun um thank you and come again